Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hey everyone. Yes, there's crazy noises behind me, but I can't help it. I am sitting at Houston Airport trying to get home. I want to say thank you so much to Beth and Kelly and Matt and their two adorable children, Brooke and Jake. They are so cute. I had such a wonderful time leading a retreat and also speaking to St. Faustina last night and uh, hopefully we touched some souls and I'm heading back home and this morning I, I wasn't up early enough to read the reading so I had a moment to do that when I got to the airport and I'm sitting down at this awesome restaurant um, it's called Alchemy and waiting for breakfast so here's the deal I learned this oh yeah we got some jams going <laughs> anyway Jonah We all, maybe or maybe not, but I'll refresh everyone's memory. Jonah was like, dude, God, I am so not going to Nineveh. That place is like the size of New York, Chicago, and you want me to run around and tell them all to repent because you're going to have your wrath thrown on them? I'm going to go in the opposite direction. And then he got tossed off a boat and was swallowed by the big fish. Lots of people call it a whale, but nowhere in the scriptures is it actually called a whale. It's a big fish. And then three days later, he's in the belly of the fish, right? Quote, unquote, in the pits of hell, death, right? That's what it represented. Then he gets spit out on the side of the shore. Then he says, okay, Lord, I'll go to Nineveh. And this one man in a place like New York or Chicago is running around saying, you've got to repent. You've got to repent. And everyone, including the king, says, let's get, you know, let's repent, let's get in sackcloth sack and cover ourselves in ashes. And then, of course, you get down to the psalm, which I had a podcast on a couple of weeks ago, a heart contrite and humbled, oh God, you will not spurn. Basically, the message here is because all of the people in Nineveh got on their knees and sat in ashes and in sackcloth, repenting for their behavior, he's not going to, like, kill them, right? He's not going to destroy them. And that's so beautiful that God is so merciful, yet he is also a judging God. And then, of course, the verse before the gospel, even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, for I am gracious and merciful. Even now, right? After all I have done, after my falling during Lent, after that sin that I just cannot get away from, Lord, please have mercy on me. You can go back to him over and over and over again, and I'm going to shout out confession. Last night, I spoke about my confession to 
a room full of people. We think it was probably over 100 folks. And I just, every time I share my moment in confession, I cry. Because the mercy of God is so overwhelmingly beautiful. And the experience and love that I felt was a loving father wrapping his arms around me, welcoming me home. Not a angry father ready to punish me with my penance. It was so beautiful. Okay, so here's another one. The gospel. So this is where gospel or uh, Jesus is running around. More people are gathered in the crowd. And he says, this generation is an evil generation and it seeks a sign. But no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Okay. These two stories connect. How? Jesus. Let's think about it. Is Jonah. When we pray the Nicene Creed and we say, For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Have you ever questioned what scriptures? How did they write that Jesus was already going to be, you know, in the pits of hell for three days and then and then risen again? Sorry, something happened on my phone. Um, it's in the story of Jonah. Jesus is Jonah. Those are the scriptures. Jonah was in the pit of hell, in the belly of the fish, and so was Jesus. And that is the scriptural connotation. I don't know if anyone's made that connection before. But here's what I really want to say for you today. You do not have to be in ministry. You do not have to be out and about, you know, um, proclaiming Jesus in an official way. You just have to have an open mind and an open conversation and let the Holy Spirit guide you. And I'm going to just share something here because it is in the smallest ways that God works. So I was driving, thank you Kelly for driving me all the way to the airport, and she was sharing that her husband said one small thing to another woman on a baseball field, no less, just asking, you know, hey, with all of the craziness that you have going on, how do you get to mass, you know? Maybe there's multiple baseball games, multiple kids with all these activities it's insane what people have to do nowadays and that turned he didn't say anything more where she's like well sometimes we don't he didn't say anything more nothing more to this person yet that comment rang true in her soul and so now they're going to mass they're finding mass to go as a family every week and their life has changed that's one small little comment from the heart that he could have easily walked away from. Oh, I'm not going to say this. I don't want to make her feel guilty. I don't want to put my judgment on her, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. But the spirit was working through him, and he asked a very innocent question and then never said anything after that. And boy, Kelly and uh, Matt, I hope I'm okay saying this and expressing this to the world, but this is what it's about. Small little comments, small little promptings from the Holy Spirit. You don't have to be Jonah and go to Nineveh and spout around yourself like in a city of New York and Chicago. Repent! Believe in the gospel! <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not what you have to do. You can do something as small as speaking what the Spirit puts in your heart. So today, 
And it may be through love. It may have nothing to do with Jesus, right? You may just look at someone and say, hey, I just want to say I am really grateful for you in my life. And thank you for being my friend. Or thank you for always giving me support if you've got a coworker that you've constantly leaned on. Thank your parents for raising you, right? If they're around still, and give them a call, send them a note, say, I am so blessed for what you have done for me, all the sacrifices you made for me that I took for granted when I was younger. There are so many ways that you can reach out today that I pray you take heart, listen to your heart and do it. Don't put it off. Don't say you'll send them a note later. Don't say, oh yeah, I'll text them after my meeting. Do it now because guess what? You're going you're gonna to lose that moment. And the Holy Spirit who prompted you to send the love of Jesus out to the world is going to be gone. All right, everyone. I hope you have a loving, blessed day. Go be the light. Go shine your heart and love on people. I hope to hear some great stories. Um, share with me in email or in Facebook or on texts how you are out there sharing the love of God and putting Jesus on every day. God bless you all. I'll talk to you soon, tomorrow. Bye-bye.